0: Hello and welcome to Strength and Dignity. This is Michaela Estruth and you are listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Today, I'm heading back to November for a topic of conversation that went pretty viral at the time, and that was of Anne Hathaway's comment on abortion. She was on The View to talk about her new film, Armageddon Time, but before engaging in that conversation, the host quoted Hathaway's Instagram post on the 16th anniversary of her film, The Devil Wears Prada. In her post, Hathaway said, I am struck by the fact that the young female characters in this movie built their lives and careers in a country that honored their right to have choice over their own reproductive right. See you in the fight. So after quoting Anne Hathaway's Instagram post, the host of The View asked Anne Hathaway for her comment and said, why did you say this?
1: So why did you write that? Why was it important to you to to write something like that? Because we're in the fight. Uh We're in the fight every day. We're in the fight every minute. And you mentioned the Devores Prada turning sweet 16. Some 16-year-old's life has been irrevocably changed because of the current overturning of Roe v. Wade. Uh And in this character, I played a young woman who was starting out her career. And when you are a young woman starting out your career, your reproductive destiny matters a great deal. Of course. And uh, I just... uh, it, It had just happened, and I just... I think about it all the time. I think we all think about it all the time and um, and what its implications are and what it means to live in a country that puts us in this position again. Again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Again. Yeah. And so if I were to play that role nowadays, I couldn't take that for granted. I couldn't take that freedom mm. for granted, the freedom of choice. And by the way, I'm not this is not a moral conversation about abortion. Right. This is a practical conversation about women's rights. Mm. And by the way, human rights, because women's rights are human rights right. and the freedom that we all need to be able to. To choose and build our lives and have access to excellent health care.
0: So she said a lot in that quote, and we'll actually hear from her again and hear what she says additionally to that. But I just want to pick apart kind of some things that she was addressing and approach them from a different point of view. So she is talking about her film and saying that she was portraying a woman starting out her career and that a woman starting out her career, she says reproductive destiny matters a great deal. Well, reproduction matters a great deal no matter what phase of life you're in, if you're in a career, if you're married and ready to start a family. No matter when it happens, it, it matters a great deal. So she's right in that. But abortion is not a answer to reproductive destiny and in fact what abortion is doing is it's placing the career over the life of a child and placing your ambition over the beauty of life and she continues and goes on and says that there are implications now that we're in this position again and as you heard the hosts on that show were seconding her in in grieving the fact that we're in this position again. And I just wanna emphasize that they see this as a loss, but as I've said before, they have not lost access to abortion. Abortion was simply given back to the states as a decision for the states to make. And women's rights, A, have not been taken away at all. The access to abortion is not a woman's right, and we'll go into that but B, abortion itself has not been taken away. It's just been given to the states. And she says that she couldn't take her freedom for granted today. She says women's rights are human rights. And I would agree. Women's rights are human rights. And human rights begin in the womb. What about that life that's in a woman's womb What if she is a woman? She will grow into a beautiful woman someday. You're robbing her of her own rights, her rights as a human, her rights as a woman. And finally, Anne Hathaway basically says this isn't about abortion. It's about health care. And this is a continual argument of the feminist agenda, basically saying that they're trying to hide the truth and hide the brutality of abortion by saying that it's about health care and if we look in history that is the exact same thing that the Nazis did in World War II. They were calling the Jewish problem and their answers to it a final solution and they saw eugenics as furthering the Aryan race and they talked about it with such defense and excitement about what they were doing to human beings. The murder of millions of people they were talking about in the same language of furthering human race or furthering human rights. And so the same thing is happening today in the defense of ugliness by trying to cover it up with something that it really is not. So Anne Hathaway continues on her topic of abortion in this next part, the same exactly following up on her point on the view.
1: May I just say one other thing, and just uh, without going into too many details, my own personal experience with abortion, and I don't think we talk about this enough, abortion can be another word for mercy. We don't know. We don't know. It's not a world in which uh, we know that no two pregnancies are alike, and it mm-hmm. follows that no two lives are alike, that follows that no two conceptions are alike. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how can we have a law? How can we have a, a, a point of view on this that says we must treat everything the same and where I come at it from is when you allow for choice, you allow for flexibility, which is what we need in order to be human. So that anyway, I just wanted to include right. that, especially for that part, especially for that. It's not it's not set in stone. Just because you get pregnant decision. doesn't mean you get to keep that baby. Yeah, It's a health decision
0: and yeah. it, it can be it's it really can decision. be yeah. Oh, yeah so there she went on and just kind of added her own gloss and what the media really picked up and actually what a lot of pro life media picked up was her word for abortion she says abortion can be another word for mercy mercy well mercy is the sparing of life It's the preserving of one who deserves punishment or death. And the Bible is full of descriptions of God's great act of mercy. And that was to take our place in death as sinners we deserve to die. And Jesus Christ took our place. Titus 3, 5-7 says, He saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to His own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. And in Matthew nine thirteen, Jesus says, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. That's the beautiful part of the gospel is, that our God is a God of mercy and that He does not hold us to condemnation if we express faith and hope in His Son, Jesus. Just one more passage I'll share is Psalm 25, verses 6 and then 8 to 10. It says, Remember your mercy, O Lord, and your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, He instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness. I just offer these verses in contrast to Anne Hathaway's understanding of mercy because the Bible depicts what is truly merciful and abortion is not. Hathaway continues on and she says, We know that no two pregnancies are alike, and it follows that no two lives are alike, and no two conceptions are alike. And I was honestly trying to discern what her argument was here, because she's right to say that no two pregnancies are alike, no two lives are alike, and no two conceptions are alike, but what is she implying in that statement? She's implying that a pregnancy is a life, and that conception is a life she's using it to argue for abortion, for the murder of that life. So what she's saying in her argument is that we can't expect to treat everyone the same. And so therefore, we can't hold this universal law saying that we must protect that life. But the irony of that is, Feminist ideology is based off of equity, saying that we must treat everyone the exact same. And that's where, as I've said before on the show, women's rights are human rights, but women and men are different and ought to be treated differently, not in terms of equality or in terms of rights, but just in terms of who they are as people. They are different people. They think differently. They act differently. They are different. So the feminist argument is for equity, for everyone being treated the exact same. And yet Anne Hathaway is saying, because we're all different, we shouldn't hold a universal law to treat the life in the womb as the exact same. And I just want to offer another biblical perspective on how the Lord views life and how he views us. Psalm 145.9 says, The Lord is good to all and his mercy is over all that he has made. Again, the idea of his mercy, and he's good to all of us. But Anne Hathaway is saying, she says, we should allow for flexibility because flexibility allows us to be human. And basically, she's saying the destruction of life for her own personal gain or for whoever the woman in the circumstance, their own personal gain and advantage helps us be more human. But truly, it's the opposite. Abortion is not only harmful to the life inside the womb, it is harmful to women. It is psychologically and physically harmful, emotionally and spiritually harmful. A woman cannot get over that and she will feel less human because of her abortion. And then continuing on, Anne Hathaway says, there's no guarantee that you can keep that baby. She's calling it what it is. She calls it a baby. It's an innocent child. But then she ends with the help of the host saying it's a health decision. Again, what we said earlier, it's a health decision. It's not about abortion. And we're denying the truth to comfort ourselves in the fact that this is about health and women's rights, not abortion. I offer this as a display to show the the true lies of the feminist movement and how they twist the truth and it was sad for me to watch that video because I could see her face and see her arguing for something that she so clearly believed but her words completely missing the point just almost saying things that are true and yet being used to support something that is purely evil and I was so sad on her behalf because I wish she could see and understand what she was saying. Now I want to quote from the South Dakota Legislature, which was presented as a concurrent resolution to the U.S. Supreme Court a few years ago, before the overturn of Dobbs. But this is what South Dakota said regarding abortion and regarding women. It's a long quote, so bear with me. If there are any self-evident and universal truths that can act for the human race as a guide or light in which social and human justice can be grounded, they are these. That life has intrinsic value. That each individual human being is unique and irreplaceable. That the cherished role of a mother and her relationship with her child at every moment of life has intrinsic worth and beauty that this intrinsic beauty of motherhood is inseparable from the beauty of womanhood, and that this relationship, its unselfish nature, and its role in the survival of the race is the touchstone and core of all civilized society. Its denigration is the denigration of the human race. This relationship, its beauty, its survival, its benefits to the mother and child, its benefits to society, all rest in the self-evident truth that a mother is not the owner of her child's life. She is the trustee of it. So that, that was a long quote, a lot to unpack. One line that I specifically want to highlight is their first point on how human and social justice is grounded. And they say, Life has intrinsic value that each individual human being is unique and irreplaceable. I highlight this because that's exactly what Anne Hathaway was saying, and yet she was using it in a completely different way, which still does not make sense in my brain how she was arguing that. But here is how I see it to be true that every life is an individual human being. It's unique and it's irreplaceable. And then they bring up this beautiful role of a mother and they say it's unique. The relationship between a mother and her child is unique in every stage of life. In this, I love that it calls it an unselfish in its nature. It's the role in the survival of the race and is the touchstone and core of all civilized society. They are proclaiming the truth that only through the relationship of mother and child can our race and our survival continue and then they point to its beauty and mainly to it's unselfishness and that's something that I try to emphasize on this show of the beauty of womanhood and the unselfish nature in the aspect of life-giving that all women possess and that they say later on that it is inseparable from the beauty of womanhood. The beauty of motherhood is inseparable from the beauty of womanhood and I I think they're saying here, even if you're not a mother, you still possess this unique, intrinsic relationship and value and quality of life giving. And it's inseparable from your identity as a woman. I love the way that they end, that they say the mother is not the owner of her child's life. She is the trustee of it. And that's how the Bible presents it as well and presents all things to us that we are God's stewards. So everything on this earth is on loan to us. We do not own it. We do not possess it. And therefore, we do not have the authority to destroy it, especially in the aspect of life. Women... Just because a child is inside of her body does not give her ownership over that child. In fact, it places her in a position as a trustee, as a steward, meant to defend and guard that life. And so therefore abortion is complete opposite of that. It's a traitor. It turns A woman turns against her own child, against her own body, and fails in her defense of that life. So, continuing on and quoting a pro-life activist, Abigail Johnson, she formerly worked at Planned Parenthood and she had a change of heart after witnessing an abortion and seeing its monstrosity and just how brutal it was. And so her response to Anne Hathaway's comment is, Anne Hathaway said today that abortion is another word for mercy. No, dismembering the body parts of a child is not merciful. She tweeted that on Twitter, and I love how simple and direct she is, and she is one to know, for she has witnessed abortions, and she saw the destruction of a child's life on a monitor. She describes it in her book, Unplanned, just the brutality of it and the way that the doctor talked about it completely separating the child from life and seeing it simply as a surgical operation and she says it exactly how it is dismembering the body parts of a child that is what abortion is but as i end i want to conclude and as a christian say that i am not here to judge and so i did in fact pick apart anne hathaway's quotes and her words and show why her argument and her thinking is wrong and then offered the truth in the matter but I want to say that I am not here to condemn. I am not here to judge. That is not my place. And so we as Christians must remember the mercy and forgiveness of our Lord and say that and preach that to all. As Psalm 86 verses 5, 11 to 12 and 15 say, For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon your name. Teach me your way, O Lord, That I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I give thanks to you, O Lord my God, with my whole heart, and I will glorify your name forever. For great is your steadfast love toward me. But you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Let us also imitate the Lord in his character. Thanks for listening to Strength and Dignity. This is Michaela Estruth and you are listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.